I wish we could hear that on TV right now with new episodes. Okay, patience. Welcome back, everyone, Pumpers. This is Sarah C. with Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast coming to you solo today because today's podcast is going to be a crossover from our Patreon, a recap of the Southern Charm finale that Michaela and I did over the weekend. Um, I wanted to do it with her because... A, Holly's not watching, and B, Michaela and I, back in August, did a deep dive on the characters of Southern Charm, um, found out some interesting stuff on them, and kind of uh, how things kind of fit and make sense. So if you want to hear that, that's on Patreon. It was posted in August. Um, so today, I'm just going to talk a few updates, and then at the end, we'll uh, tack on that podcast. Um, yeah. So let's see what's been going on. So Holly and I did go to Sandoval and the Most Extras show again. You're welcome on Saturday night in Orange County. Um, oh, we're real pros at this point. We are, we are talking to Jason, the drummer, and he was saying, "Yeah, we were in San Diego a few." And we're like, "Yeah, we were there." We're like. We've been to every show. We've been to more shows than Ariana. We've been more shows than like anyone except for actually Tom and the band. So he was thrilled about that. Um, also because it was a little bonus because I forgot to mention this on the Patreon, but Jason did throw out his drumsticks to the crowd after this um, concert. And I really feel like he made a beeline for me. I'm sure of it. So I did catch it. Um, but I kind of had to fight for it because it hit my hand and then it like flew out. So I pretty much had to like dive across the table and onto the floor and like roll and like tuck and roll, um, and like hold it tight, like a football to secure it. Like a solid tackle for sure was done. Like legit. My boyfriend, Travis Kelsey would be super impressed. So I'm happy. Hopefully that was filmed by somebody so I could, um, go ahead and send that to, uh, catching Kelsey. So we did a full review of um, that show as well as the last couple other Sandoval shows on Patreon. We try to do, you know, a little bit on the regular, a little bit on Patreon, uh, but some of the stuff is strictly over there. There's um, videos, pictures, a full recap. Um, so if you want to hear more about that, um, you can access all of those Patreon episodes um, as well as... Um, some other things we're doing. We did a little water challenge taste test, which I shockingly bombed. Um, so for revenge, I'm going to do one on Holly with diet sodas. So that should be fun. And I hope I'm vindicated. I think I messed up by having all the water um, super ice cold because that is 10 typically how I drink it. But um, I think room temperature would have been better because you can really taste the water better and the nuances of it. It's like cheese, you know, it's much more flavorful and pungent at room temperature. Like you can taste the flavors of the cheese better when it's room temp versus super cold. So I'm just going to use that as an excuse <laughs> for my clearly what appears to be like a placebo effect with my water drinking, because I swear if I drink like tap water like a gross water I'm like oh it tastes like the toilet 
but apparently not when we did the water challenge. Apparently I love tap water. <sighs> kind of embarrassing. Anyways, so we also on Patreon, I mentioned this on the last regular podcast, we want to give back and especially with the holidays coming up, if anyone wants to promote like their side hustle, their business, their product, their service, their Etsy shop, or just their social media handle to get a follow, go over to Patreon and comment underneath my question if you're interested, or you can DM me over there. Um, us just, you know, Vanderpump rules, just message us or just comment in the question. Um, Holly and I are both in there. So sometimes, you know, you're talking to both of us. So we both see your comments and we are both responding. Uh, but we, we just want to get back and thank you guys for supporting us and encourage everyone to support each other and buy local or buy from each other this holiday season. Uh, we'll give you a shout out on the regular podcast. Um, so it has like mass distribution and um if you want social media um we can do that too so just let us know and yeah just one more perk so just go over to patreon sign up it's only three dollars a month we do lots of bonus episodes we cover other shows movies it's ad free content um we try to provide as much like insider bonuses as we can pictures gossip stuff maybe we can't say on the regular podcast um, we try to say on Patreon, uh, you know, we can give a little more raw opinion, but also maybe a few more secrets as well. So right now we're talking about Beverly Hills, Southern Charm, Bachelor in Paradise, Real Girlfriends of Paris. Um, that's on the Patreon. On the regular, you know, we're still covering VPR as always. Whatever's going on there. We're Holly and I are talking Salt Lake. We're going to do the bling ring. Um, but we're open to suggestions. Let us know what you guys are watching. Oh, I'll add Pot Potomac to that when that starts this weekend. Um, cause I love that show. So, uh, if you have suggestions, let us know. Happy to consider them. Um, what else has been going on? Homebody. So I downloaded Brock's homebody app a couple months ago. They had kind of like an intro opening and there was like classes on there. Well, then I was contacted about being part of a program they're starting October 1st for like a 30-day challenge. And it sounded really fun, motivating. It sounded like accountability without having to do like Teddy Mellencamp's Hell Week accountability class. Um, so they set up a time to call me and interview me. And I thought it went well. But I was kind of excited because, you know, to have a daily challenge, accountability, and then they could have a good testimonial for them, um, you know, shouting it out, my personal experience to the millions of listeners that you guys are. <laughs> um, I think they're uh, missing an opportunity by not having me in the program. I'm not sure if they just fell behind and they haven't started the program. Like I said, it was supposed to start October 1st, but I was never contacted again. And I did even follow up. I'm like, Hey, just seeing if you decided they were doing some kind of contest. So like if you completed the challenge, you got invited to their launch party or something like that. So I don't know, maybe they just wanted to do local people, which surprisingly they're out in New York. So I don't know if this is like a hundred percent Brock's app or he's just like part of it. 
Um, he was not on the call. It was two ladies. So I don't know, but I think they're missing the boat on this great testimonial opportunity. I mean, I assume it would be great, but maybe it wouldn't. Maybe that's a risk. I see all the instructors listed on the app, but there's just no classes. So I think they're still, maybe it's just not ready yet. I don't know. We'll keep you posted. In other updates, still no progress on the mystery of who sent me that smoking Barbie. I've tried to hit up the company on Facebook too. And like, it's just straight up crickets, like not very good customer service. And what if like, there's someone that's just like waiting on this thing. And here I am, like, I should just go like, walk around and like flag it around the neighborhood. Like as I'm walking like a Superman cape or something and be like, is this anyone's? I don't know. I feel kind of weird. So what else? Okay. It's, it's definitely been a slow news week. Holly did point out how she saw, I saw this too, I guess, saw Lala post at Universal with Brittany and Cruz and Ocean, and then the next day Randall posts with Ocean at Disneyland. It's like, come on, dude. Can you just, like, have, let her have a minute? Like, you always got to try and one-up her, grab the attention. And also, don't you think Ocean's a little young to be, like, overstimulated like that? Like, two major parks back-to-back like that? I mean... I, you know, this isn't a thing I'm parenting, but I mean, I did go to Disneyland for a two-year-old's birthday and it was like a bit much. Like we could really only do a couple hours. They were like overloaded, overstimulated. You know, it's pretty young for amusement parks and Ocean's not even two yet. So that was at two. She's a year and a half, barely, well, probably exactly 18 months now, I would think. I think she was born in April. And so her half birthday would be October. I know this because my birthday's in March and I always celebrate my half birthday in September. So anyways, it looks like Randall had her at Disney later, like a long time, like all day and night. And I just, I don't know. I bet she was exhausted when she got back to Lala's. All right. What else? So I heard Kristen on a podcast. I think I'm going to play you guys a clip. So she said she thinks her voice is one we all need to hear. I mean, do we? You tell me. She wants to get back on a TV show, preferably one with her friends about their adult lives. Like, basically still trying to make Valley Rules happen. Like, like Fetch. Still trying to make Fetch happen. Um, she wants to write another book, which props to her. Um, and props to her first book, which was actually quite entertaining and a fun read. But that said, I don't want to be discouraging anybody from living their dream, but she said she's spent so many years now in therapy and evolving and not doing crazy things, which is really what her book was about. And obviously we all evolve, but I mean, it's great, but I'm just not sure I need to read a book on this. I'm not sure I'm that invested or I don't know that that's the person I'm going to go to to be inspired I don't know if that's the right word I mean she should do what she wants to do props but I'm just not sure I think the first book was you know it was kitschy it was like a I don't know it had a fun theme it was written by a great co uh, with a great co-author that you know had recognition in the industry by writing that um he's just not that into you 
I don't know. So anyway, she said the last couple years of VPR, she was no longer crazy Kristen, that it was a job. She knew her role to play. Producers would like nudge her to stir the pot, but that basically she was playing a character. Um, isn't that what Jax always says now too? He was playing, I'm just playing a role. You guys are so dumb. I, you know, someone's got to keep the show going, make it entertaining. It's just a role. Hmm. Jax loves to say that. But after years of insisting, like, this is the only organic, authentic, real, original, not scripted friend group ever. We're the only friends that have ever existed. It's all real. Right? Which is a JAX. Is it a role and scripted that you are saying now? Or is it authentic and not scripted as you proclaimed for many, many, many years? Ah, <sighs> Jaxy. Jax. All right. Um, okay, so she, Kristen, she called herself an empath like 40 times. Like, it's given me like Katie vibes when Katie like f- picks a new word of the day and she likes to like use it, you know, like for a while. It was like convenient narrative. She liked to overuse. Um, I think her and Kristen like to use the social justice warrior. I don't know. I just don't like words overused but I should really talk because I probably say like a hundred times in a paragraph um anyways so it's great if you are an empath but maybe let someone else say it like also an empath is they feel what another person is feeling on a deeply emotional level like I legit looked it up like I knew what it was but I wanted the actual wording of the definition so feeling another person on a deeply emotional level, how they're feeling, how they're thinking you can empathize, you can put yourself in their position, in their shoes. But that doesn't really track. I mean, maybe it's just selective, conditional, because I don't think she was in tune with what or how Faith was feeling. I'm just saying. So anyways, let me, let me play you a clip of this. If you want to go listen to it in full, it's called the Adversity Advantage Podcast. And you are welcome, dude, for that free plug. Um, Kristen just doesn't do a lot of podcasts, so I do tend to listen when she is on one. Um, But I don't know. She's kind of on the the Stassi train. Like, both of them are still kind of... She got real mad about at Bravo again. Like, they should have used this as a teachable moment. She was very angry about that. And not that she's wrong. It definitely could have been a teachable moment. But, like, I still get this bitter energy from her and Stasi that they were, like, victims. Victimized of cancel culture. Victimized from being socially excommunicated. It's just not landing well. It's just kind of like, I don't know. Mm. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Kind of laughing about we were... a product of the times that was the era of cancel culture like instead of like ownership and accountability it's like well we fell prey to the culture of the moment i don't know stas um holly and i talked about stasi's podcast and kind of the feeling it left you with and i see a lot of you guys in the facebook group giving your opinions and i, I mean pretty consistent opinions all around i've seen 
now literally hundreds of comments um, in there and other places like Reddit and other people I know that listened. It's just, uh, yeah, it's leaving a little to be desired. I'll just leave it at that. All right, let me play you this. This is about a minute long of Kristen on that podcast. So you can just hear for yourself. So I don't take things out of context. <laughs> Here you go. But like, let's just say you're looking. Whoops. What I do? I like hit a wrong button. The future, a year from now, two years from now, what is it that you would hope you are doing in the next few years? I would love to do another show for sure. I would like to have a little more control. I would like it to be a little bit more of a docu-series type, break the fourth wall, that kind of thing. I mean, I think that as an ensemble cast, you know, even if it weren't all of us, I just think, I think there's still interest. And I think that we're really good at that. And I think we are funny and interesting. And, and I think especially now as adults, like much more adult than we were on Vanderpump, like we do have a lot to say and we are given a platform with a lot to say. Definitely still have my clothing line. Definitely want to bring the wine line back at some point. And I would love to adapt my book to television or film. Something that we were working on, my co-author and I, when all of this went down. So that has been put on pause. I would probably write another book. It really That was the greatest accomplishment of my life. The most vulnerable I've ever been. And the most fun I've ever had. So... I want to do a podcast. I've been working on something. I just, I have a voice that I just think <laughs> to sound like a dick. I just, pe- I think people need to hear my voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I have a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good thing too. I think it's important to. Huh. She wants to bring back the wine line. Is there a market for that? The witches of WeHo wine? Is that still a thing? Will that still sell? I mean, is aren't the witches of Weezo, Weezo, aren't the witches of Weho Dunzo? And haven't the witches of Weho changed? Like Britney was like an adopted member. Britney replaced Kristen, but now Britney's been fired and canceled by Stassi. Lala's kind of in there more so than Kristen because she's good friends with Katie and Stassi. I don't know. I might be living in the past a little bit there, Kristen. I, I think it might just... Might be time to call it a day on the wine line. Okay, you guys. So we are going to move over to the Southern Charm finale. But before we do so, I want to quick talk about our sponsor of the week, Thrive Cosmetics. You guys have heard us talk about Thrive before and we're back because we've tried more of their products and are excited to share it with you. So as you guys know, I love talking about skincare. Um, it's fun to try new makeup products, but I'm also very picky about ingredients and policies around uh, animal cruelty and and what's in the products, you know. Thrive is cruelty-free, which is so important, but it's also 100% vegan, and there's no parabens or sulfates, so it really checks both boxes for me. I'm super excited because I really recently got to try some of the new products that I'm obsessed with currently. The first um, new thing I tried was Thrive's Sheer Strength Hydrating Lip Tint. So I was happy that there was like a light tint to it because day to day, I don't like to put on makeup or full makeup. 
Um, but I want a little bit of color on my lips so I'm not totally washed out. Uh, but I don't want to like fully done look. Like when I go to the gym, I want to look like alive, but I don't want to look like the girl with the full face of makeup at the gym. So I used this tint named Kara, and it gave me enough of a pop to feel like I wasn't washed out, but also not like I was wearing lipstick. So, but what I was really actually more impressed with was the texture. It felt really thick and creamy and smooth upon application, not little like, you know, sometimes things like that have a little bumpies in there and I don't know. It felt really um, like it was hydrating my lip deep down. It wasn't just sitting on top or evaporating quickly where you have to keep reapplying. Um, Thrive Sheer Strength Hydrating Lip Tint, it lasts up to six hours. So I've noticed that to be true. I don't have to reapply a lot. And I just really like the texture. It's just really thick and creamy. So I also tried Thrive's Infinity Waterproof Eyeliner. Now I've used eyeliner all my life, like legit Sheena Shea style seasons one through four, like all over the place. Raccoon eyes. Try not to do that anymore because it's a little dated. Makes me look a little older. So don't want that. Um, so I'll do it on top. But what I've been noticing lately and I'm like, is it something changed in my skin or in the formula of whatever eyeliners I was using? Because I would notice after it'd been on a while, like towards later in the day or wherever, um, it would like come down beneath my eyes and like give me that shadow or like raccoon eyes or like I literally have to take my thumb and wipe it all up. So I didn't have like, you know, kind of like if your mascara runs or something, but my eyeliner was doing that and it's not liquid, it's stick. Um, so I noticed with this, this is stick eyeliner, which I prefer. It glides on super um, super nice, but it doesn't do that. It just like stays in place. It's waterproof. Um, so it stays where it should be. And I don't have that weathered look later on in the day. Um, it's also using this semi-permanent technology that's used in microblading. So that's kind of cool. And the other thing, so we've talked about the brilliant eye brightener sticks before. Um, I just tried a couple new shades um, I tried this like bronzy shade called Pilly, P-I-L-I, that I really like. It's like a really nice evening glow. Um, really gives you that illuminating ring light look. So they have a lot of shades for that, definitely. Um, that one I, I put on like my brow line. I can use it as eyeshadow. I can put it on almost as like a little bronzer. Like you can legit use it like a lot of different ways, um, especially the bronzer one because... It could just be bronzer. Um, and I like the lighter shades for a little, like, you know, eye brightening. Like, put it in the little center of your eye, um, corners of your eyes to make them pop a little bit. The way, like, a ring light would do. Or professional makeup, if you got that done and had the, the highlighter stitch. So, anyways, check it out. I really like the new stuff I've been using. And I'm excited to use more of it and try more stuff as it comes out. Um, but what's really great is Thrive Cosmetics also offers their Bigger Than Beauty promise. So for every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and many other great causes. So you're supporting a great cause while also getting awesome products. 
And right now, you guys can try Thrive Cosmetics and get 15% off your first order. Just go to Thrive Cosmetics slash Pumpers. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Pumpers and get 15% off your first order. So remember, Thrive Cosmetics, it's cause as in a really good cause. All right, so let's get back and let us move over to the Southern Charm finale recap recap with Michaela. Um, I will be back after this week with the reunion part one. I'm so excited. It looks lit. All right, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. He's got money. <laughs> He's in magazines. Welcome back to Ba-da-boo-boo. Ba All right. Welcome to Southern Charm Party Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Charmers. I am back. Sarah C. I am joined by Michaela. So I don't have to do this alone because she's a Southern Charmer and it's just easier and probably more interesting for you guys to hear more than one voice. So welcome. And we are in Minnesota, so we won't be listening to coyotes and... That is correct. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about last week's Southern Charm and then finish up with the finale, um, just to kind of set the stage, because we're feeling some sort of way about some of these characters, like Craigie. So last week it really kind of set up, like, Craig's supposed to be like the Sandoval, the one that, like... Oh, he's the one in the right. He's not a douchebag like Austin, and he's not a fuckboy, immature Peter Pan like Shep. He's supposed to be the evolved one, but he's really not. He's like a hypocrite. Like, he's like, dude, you guys are going to, like, be canceled when they were taking those pictures with their, like, napkin bonnets, like, being pilgrims. Um, but then he keeps referring to... Naomi as a psycho ex-girlfriend, crazy ex-girlfriend, like so misogynistic, like so cliche and like, yeah, I, you know, it's so funny because he really is like Sandoval because at the beginning of Southern Charm, I liked Craig. Like I actually felt like I was always on his side, just kind of like I liked T. Sandy. But now in the further seasons, I actually, they're the ones that I don't like probably the the most like they they seem like very narcissistic and like fame they definitely want to be famous yeah i mean and they said that like austin and shep and everyone commented on how it's gone to craig's head he's definitely changed since when <clears throat> of having a christmas party in some rental like garage looking place means that you've you've made it. Was it Leva when she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Elon Musk? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a little too big for his britches. Also, I'm like, curious, like, how well can a pillow company do? Like, I mean, it looks like it's doing well. It looks cute, but what's the market for that? I mean, I guess I was watching 90 Day Fiance, and they went pillow shopping, and this one pillow was like $450, so maybe. Gosh, it's like Sex in the City type style. Yeah, mm. that's, I, I don't know. I. It's just, it's kind of cheesy to me with that. He's just his ego, and it's like, dude, you're on some Bravo. I don't know. 
yeah <clears throat> I mean I don't know how many more seasons I feel like it's winding down yeah well um, especially because Catherine's pretty much gone T-Rav was the one that brought all the controvert like crazy stuff going on and now it's just this whole sh this whole season was about Shep and Taylor I feel like and would you like to share your feelings on Taylor <laughs> I, I feel terrible because you know she's probably a sweetheart and she she's great, but she's just not good for reality TV. And I, what is she doing with Shep? I yeah. just what is she it's doing? It's never gonna work out. You're never gonna change him. You can pray, pray, pray. It's never gonna happen. No, it's um, not. So yeah, she's just. I mean, she seems nice, but again, boring to watch. Like. I don't think Olivia's all that dynamic, but at least she, like, does some, makes some moves. Yeah, I think she's also <clears throat> motivated. Like, I think she definitely sees the reality TV world, and she's trying to find her little mark in it. Whereas Taylor, I think, is just a little bit of that kind of... Too mousy. Yeah, yeah, just... So, yeah, Craig's like, move on with your fucking life. It's crazy. You're crazy. You're not doing anything. You're so hung up on me. And it's like... I don't see Naomi being hung up on Craig at all. I feel like that's projection. I kind of think that that's his feelings because yeah. he is he is going so hard at I can't see you. It's awkward. I'm like moving on with my life with Paige, and I'm like, yeah. You never saw Naomi do, saying that to him about Matul. She was never like, I can't be around you. It's weird. It's not. Yeah. And he was just, like, overreacting and, like, triggered. Like, literally, she was talking to the whole table and just said, Hey, guys, can you, like, just acknowledge the server? Because you know the, all those times when, like, a server comes around and they're waiting, but no one's paying attention and, like, you feel bad for them? That's all she was saying is, like, can we, like, try to pay attention? And he took it as, like, a direct hit on him. And he's, like... Yeah, he was triggered, for sure. Yeah. Like, from their How past. many years did you work in food and bev? And I'm like, well, she did run a nice restaurant, so... Yeah. Suck it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like he's really coming in hard, and that, to me, is, like, there's still feelings there. Like, usually when you're over someone, they don't get a reaction out of you, because you're just like, eh, whatever, I don't have to deal with it. Like, it's not my problem. Whereas with him, it's just like he's constantly going at her. And then to separate her from the, the pack and to say, oh, well, sorry, you canceled, and then I had to put you in last minute. I was like, eh. Yeah. He's on a power trip right now. Yeah, and then he handles it, and he goes to the bar, and he gets Patron shots, Fireball shots, and Jaeger shots. Oh. Like, oh. Yeah, he's a mess, man. Like, even looking at his house, like, oh, my God. Because how old is he? He's older than me, right? Yeah. You should oh, Google that. Dude. Um, yeah, so I kind of see why Leva is declining these events because, like, she's past the point in her life when she's going to, like, let's get Jagger and fireball shots. And, like, it's, it is all the male drama she, she referenced. That's who all the drama's been with all season. Well, and especially if she's, like, an actual business owner, like, even what she was saying, I, I own mm. one of her restaurants is, like, just doors down from that. Like, so that means something to her, her reputation. Because, like, she's an actual business. I mean, yeah, let's face it. Crazy. Yeah, I'm like, let's face it. Craig is just riding off the coattails of the show. I mean, that, that I just don't think this sewing down south thing is going to be sustainable. I think it's just from yeah. Southern Charm. We'll see. I mean, it's it's kind of scary when you're actually thinking Austin's coming out good. <laughs> oh my! I never, never in my life thought that. I, I oh gosh, it's so and it's so funny too because I feel like 
Craig, like I said, normally I'm, I'm rooting for him. He's the underdog. But yeah, I do agree with Austin and Shep. I think he's just his ego. I don't know. I didn't watch Summer House. But you were saying mm. he was getting pretty big. I wonder if it's from banging KCAV. Oh. I, I kind of wonder if, like, by her giving it up, now he's, like, thinks yeah. he's some kind of celebrity. Yeah. It's like... I mean, so Austin... After, you know, Craig keeps calling him my psycho crazy ex. And Austin's like, God, I wish you were my ex. Because I'm like, that was really funny. It was like, they were laughing and it's awkward. But I mean, I don't, Naomi is bitchy or maybe a little like negative Nancy, but she's not a psycho crazy ex. No. Mad Madison, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, and then the way he stands up for Taylor too. Oh my gosh. The fact that he was even getting emotional. And I, what I like about Austin is uh he owns it like he was the first to straight up tell Shep to his face like yeah you don't deserve her or or, or you need to show up or you're doing a terrible job and he, he kind of was doing that with Craig and I think that's why they had that little weird falling out there at the beginning of the season but it seems like he knows a lot so many friends just talk behind each other's backs I love the scene where Austin and Taylor and Olivia we're taking shots or sips yes. for every time. I'm happy. Because Shep was I'm whining. Done. He was like wanting Taylor at his beck and call. Like, come sit by me. Come sit by me. I like that she didn't. And then he wants her to quit her job. And then he's all butt hurt and bent out of shape. And so he's whining to like Whitney and Naomi. And yeah, so anytime he said, I'm happy or I'm done or um, crazy. And it was like. 13 times per word so they were like shit-faced yeah he was <laughs> he was for sure in the spirit world and his eyes looked crazy like when he came down and when he started he screaming, kind of cross-sided doesn't he and when he started screaming and showing his anger that was actually really freaky because that mm. that does not look like that was like a once in a lifetime like you you can tell that beast well, comes out and you tell you can tell the real way he feels about people he's an elitist yeah he feels like he is a upper echelon but elitist. like he feels like he's a higher class than austin and craig yeah like that entitlement because Silver he came spoon. over on the mayflower or whatever because he's like I can't even believe I'm wasting oxygen or sharing oxygen. Like, he does this a lot. Like, you don't even belong at my level. And it's like, but Craig or Chip, what have you actually done? Like, yes, kudos to your ancestors that, like, helped structure America. But what did you do? Yeah. I mean, at least Craig and Austin have businesses. Chip, you do nothing but yeah, go to the mailbox. Drink your face off and screw random fans. Yeah, he's like, literally does nothing. So I don't. I guess he just feels entitled, like blue yeah, blood, entitled. Yeah. And it's like, people are still like that? Like, oh. he feels like he's a royal. And I was like, yeah, that's not really applicable today. No, that's, oh, that's so I gross. feel like he would have been, like, the perfect 80s frat boy. Yes. You know, yeah. like, James Spader in all those 80s movies. That, just, that prick. Ugh. Yeah, you know he was a total asshole in high school. Yeah. And I, I can just see it now. He'd be the kid that was talking back to the teachers and making jokes, and the whole room would be laughing. Yeah. Totally. Ugh. So, I mean, I did, again, like, Austin calls Shep a pussy. <laughs> so that was funny, and that's when Shep's like, you're the biggest embarrassment in the world. Um, so very pompous attitude. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I like that you have Whitney because that's what I was definitely, I was just going to bleed into that. Like I, I like Whitney. I do. Um, 
I think Whitney and Naomi, I think it's bullshit. I don't, this is not real. So I keep seeing, so when they're like literally, you know, Shep's being his pompous, whiny, tantrum throwing baby self, Austin's pissed off, they're screaming. Whitney is literally on the sidelines smirking. Like, he's loving it, and I think he's loving yeah, it because he's a producer. Yeah. And I, he does it again when Craig and Leva are fighting. They pan over to him, and he's kind of smirking. Yeah, I He's like, yes, you. this is going to be a good season. Oh, yeah. I just, and like we were saying earlier before we started recording, it's like any time they make, well, I think it's only been once or twice, but Naomi kiss him. Yeah. She's like laughing, like mm-hmm. how I do my nervous laugh. She's like doing that nervous, uncomfortable laugh. And then he, like, looks like that creepy grandpa at the end, like, just, like, looking at her like, And then the, like, like bifocals don't help. Oh. But I mean, so uncomfortable. Their their chemistry is non-existent. They both kind of laugh as they try to kiss, and they fumble. Like, they... Yeah. They don't, like, line up. There was one, too. It shows they don't do it ever. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, because it's staged. There is one... I don't know if it was when she was leaving his... I can't remember, but um, he, like, went in to give her a kiss, and she was already out the door. Mm. So it's, like, it feels like they're not on timing. Like, it's just not a... Yes, like, when she went over to Pat's house, and they kind of awkwardly... That's when they fumbled to kiss, and it was, like, awkward. And they're, like, never near each other. Like, they didn't go to the party together. They didn't sit together. They weren't hanging around each other. It's, like... That's, it's weird. I don't think she wants to because she's so not attracted to him. Whereas it probably was his idea to be like, hey, what if we have a little spiel? You're getting back on the show. It'll drive Craig. It'll make well, some. Because I think she begged and begged. And this is her words. I heard her on a podcast that she like pretty much like Stassi begged to come back on the show. Wow. And so I feel like she's probably doing this to get in his good graces. Maybe. Yeah. Ew. Which is really gross. For Actually. A, for think a show. about Cause he could be like her dad. Cause she's my age. No, she's a year younger. Isn't oh, she only 31? And yeah. then what is Whitney? He's gotta be at least 50. Oh yeah. I think he's like, yeah, that could be her dad or something. Ew. <laughs> I'm, and no hate again. I, I'm not an ageist, but like I, I do feel like that there's a weird producing element to this, and yeah, for judging sure. by Whitney's reactions to her or any kind of affection, you could tell he's loving it. So then they go to the next dinner after they go shrimping and golfing, and like Craig's being jovial, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, forgiveness is everything." And Naomi's like, "Excuse me, like hypocrite." She's like, "You need to say you're sorry." Like. At first, I was like, Naomi, everyone's getting along. Can you just drop it for this dinner? Do we have to, like, you need to say sorry. And But, but you know, it, she's definitely stirring the pot again. And she's right. He wasn't asked to her. But and then it just happened all over again. And then that's when Vanita jumps in. I no. don't know if there was more to it. I mean, she was like, hear him out or let him say his feelings. Um, no, I, it's Vanita. Yeah. The entire season, I feel like all she's doing is creating drama. And I actually was really Mm. proud of Naomi, uh, especially after last night's episode, where she didn't just allow her to apologize. Like, she kind of, like, held it to her, like, hey, sorry, like, people don't do this to me. We've had a long-standing relationship. 
I'm not just gonna say, oh, it's fine, let's move like, on. Like, saris are so overused and like... And did you see Vanita last night, how she went over to her friend, she's like crying, like having a yeah. panic attack? And it's like, yeah, that's the consequences when you treat people, yeah. like just when you screw out. your friends. Like, I just, I can't. Like, don't I get in the middle of her. it, but certainly if you're going to get in the middle of it, back your friend, not the dude that's yeah. being an asshole. Yeah, I would have been pissed. If I were Naomi and that's been your friend for, like, half your life, like, I, I would have been really pissed off. Well, it was awkward when she walked up to her at the bar anyways, because Naomi was already engaged in a conversation with that guy, and she's like, oh, how's your, you know, they're talking about his mom's back surgery, and she's like, hey, hey, are we good? Like, yeah. She doesn't want to air out their dirty laundry in front of like this old associate she used to know. No. I was listening to Heather McDonald and she was talking about, I think it was about Brown, Bronwyn. And it was about these um, housewives, just like how desperate they are to have plots. Because if you don't have a plot, then you're, you're um, fired. And that to me is Vanita. She's so desperate for a plot yeah. and to constantly be in the drama, whether it's with Aleva or Catherine or Olivia or Naomi or basically everyone this entire season. I feel like she's so desperate to be yes. on this show. Oh, like what she did to Catherine at the tea party, which like just pulled it out of her ass. She's like, well, I really hope you're not teaching your children to use racist emojis and it was like yeah what came the out hell? of nowhere what the hell is that <laughs> and then also with olivia to be like you're racist or whatever and yes. I'm like, well, I, oh, I had no idea at least that. with catherine there was a past but they also worked that past out last year and oh. catherine's like what of course i wouldn't teach my children that but yeah the olivia stuff that, that was came out i She's trying too hard. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think she's trying really hard to be a lot of drama, and she's trying to get on Andy's goods and just try to be... Yeah. Um, definitely get next season. All right, so getting into the finale, it starts off everyone shopping, um, and they go over to... Well, they kind of start with Marcy, which we haven't been big Marcy fans. There's nothing wrong with her. It's just like, why are you here? I will say that's amazing how she, she looked. <laughs> she looked insane. Yes. And I did I do love the fact that the guys were like, uh, mind you, she just had a kid what yeah, was it? Two, it's like, two weeks. Wow. Like she's Lala. And you wouldn't really expect that. That was No, I wish I was yeah. yeah. So she looked amazing. I didn't care for her dress. We'll talk about the dresses in a minute. I I, I didn't like the feather wings. I thought it cheapened it and made it costumey, but I she looked it. great in it. Yeah. Like her body. But yeah, I didn't like it. Um, so, I, I, one side note, I put I heard Leva on something that she only talks to Naomi right now. So I'm wondering what happened with her and Olivia, if anything, and if that's awkward since you've discovered Olivia's parents are investors in Leva's yeah, club. I'm I'm curious with that. I get super phony vibes from Olivia. I think she's way too outspoken in a rehearsed way. It doesn't feel genuine. Like when she's jumping into things or, or kind of spouting out, like I, it doesn't feel genuine to me. I just feel like she's, I don't know. She's kind of giving me Vanita vibes. That's probably why they like, okay. So at the, um, I know I'm jumping ahead, but at the yeah, Christmas party, when after Leva leaves and Madison was talking about like, what did she say? Yeah. The whores be gone or something like that. All of a sudden, Olivia just like, Effie, I'm out, and like flips him off. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that escalated quickly. And I it, I don't know. To me, it just felt yeah. very like, and scene. I mean, I like that she stands up to like 
when people are being mean girls. Because Madison, I mean, I know Madison's pissed off at Leva because she, she saw the text thread of them talking about her, saying she's dumb and whatever. It was catty of Madison, so I like when Olivia does stand up. That was a little, like... Didn't feel rehearsed. It, yeah, like, and it was like, throws it down, washed her arms off. That's it. It was like, it's, this doesn't even involve you, so why don't you just be like, you know what, let's just, like, have a nice night. Like, don't be all catty. She could have just, yeah. Yeah, and it could, I mean, and it could have been editing, but it's like she had sat there for quite a while before then she did that, so it just, I don't know, I, I'm not, I'm not really a big Olivia fan, nothing, I don't think she's a bad person, I just, I, I feel like she's trying too hard to be on a TV show. Yeah, I definitely think she moved back from California to angle in here. Um, seating chart, yeah, I don't know, like, I guess they could have, they sh- well, it was confusing because, like, the party planner or whoever the banquet person was was like, no, this table is for the guests. There's, like, three big tables. I'm like, well, isn't everybody a guest? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's like, what do they mean? Like, guests production? and... Because, like, his business partners were at a different table. So I don't understand the big deal of, like, why Leva, since she's such good friends with the business partners, wouldn't want to sit with them. And, like, Whitney and Naomi, because they're, like... I, it didn't make any sense, but maybe they should have either made the table a little longer or made an L shape or a square. Yeah, um, it felt like a power trip to me. Where yeah. Where it was like, we're going to be like, you know, we're the cool kids. You can't sit with us. Because, like, Madison hasn't even been on the show, and she has, she's not really friends with anyone anymore. So yeah. why was she at the table? I'm so confused by Madison, Pringle, and Catherine. Yeah, where'd Pringle go? He totally fell off the face of the planet. Yeah. They all did. Madison wasn't on at all. That's why I was shocked when you were like, hey, we should podcast about the finale. I'm like, it's the finale? Like, what? I feel like I mean, nothing has happened. I wish Pringle would have been on just to provide a little comic relief. Yeah, I love him. Like, but, yeah, and he wasn't even at the end. I wonder if halfway through he was just like, fuck it. Like, did, I'm, I'm I mean, done. did he move back to San Diego? But, like, was that said on the show? No. So he just, like, yeah. totally fell off the face. He's probably like, this five grand isn't worth it. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done a champagne bong? I have. Do you like them? No. Because yeah. how could you... Ch- it's like red wine. How could you... Yeah. But the carbonation is yeah, like... Burn even your throat. Even drinking it, like, in a big gulp, you're like, oh. Oh, yeah. It I burns imagine, your esophagus. Yeah, yeah, chugging it. It just doesn't seem fun to me. I thought they looked cool, but it doesn't seem fun. I thought it was kind of dumb at the same time yeah. where it's like really <laughs> you're going over to patricia's house to champagne bong yeah it up like no she, patricia isn't sitting there doing it's like lisa always yes trying to stay young get, and funny get and, in the scene and like patricia how like she always just makes an appearance and then like why did she stay for dinner she did this at the other thing too the tea party it's like so like Showing Lisa Vanderbop, you just show up, but yeah. then like get the free dinner, man. <laughs> yeah, they very much are very similar, Patricia and Lisa. I feel like. Now, what do you think Madison did? Because she was looking very Daisy Duke, Jessica Simpson, but now it's like Malibu Barbie, like her whole veneers. Face. I think it's the freaking she got the um, Lisa Vanderpump bright, bright, ultra, bright ultra white glow in the dark. So now she looks like a weird. Like doll but like her skeleton. Face structure looks different. It's weird. I think okay, so she probably did like a brow lift thing or 
Um, some of my girlfriends were talking about this threading thing, which yeah. I don't like want to yeah explain, but it's probably something like that where it's pulling her face back. But it's yeah, so it's, frustrating because she's so pretty. She had like now, round, big eyes, and now they're like almond shaped. Like she's pretty, but she just looks like a different person. I feel like so. I was telling Sarah this earlier. I feel like Madison and Lala are very similar. Where in the middle seasons they peaked because they maybe tweaked a little thing or like yeah. or they got better makeup or some or better, better hair dermatologist. dermatology. Yeah. But then Lala and Madison, then they go too way far. too far, and now they look like they're these elderly housewives that have lived a thousand lives, and it, they're young. Yeah. They're, my, they're both, we all graduated, I think, 2008. That's crazy. Not saying I look young, but I just, like, it's so frustrating because they're so beautiful. Yeah. But they age themselves so much. I say don't mess with a good thing. That's why I have not done anything. <laughs> just yes. kidding. Um, I'm just scared because then you got to do it all the time. You got to keep yeah. it up. So, hmm, it's a no for me. But yeah. Um, so Craig calls during that champagne bong time and reinvites Naomi. I mean, she called him out again. Like, this is where she does get a little naggy. You're like, can you, like, she's grumpy cat a lot. Yeah. And it's just is. like, dun, dun, dun. Like, just be like, okay, well, I really don't want to have any issues with you. So if you feel comfortable having me, like, let's try to keep it. But instead she's like, well, you know, you keep doing this and I just can't put myself in this position. And she's totally right. But it's also at the same time, just, just kind of let it go a little bit. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I was telling you too. Cause I was back and forth with her and Paige. Yeah. One week I would love Paige and I'd hate Naomi. And the next week I'd hate Paige and like Naomi. Yeah. They both have just a very, like Naomi can be super naggy and Paige can be a total bitch. And it's just yeah. like, man, I, 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 you know, can't make up. I know. I did like Paige's little green and white hound's tooth dress though. That's yeah. That very, was cute. Very my style. That is your style, for sure. Um, with the white go-go boots from the 60s. Um, I still can't get past how ugly Shep's house is. She's got those I weird can't. window eyes. Like, it's just like... And there's no... Okay, so my biggest thing, maybe it's because we're in Southern California, but if I'm, I have to live in South Carolina, you best believe I'm going to have a freaking yard. Like, yeah. that yard, like, what? It's like a gravel pull Wouldn't, up Isn't spot. that the purpose of living in a state like that, is yeah. to have a yard then? Otherwise, yeah. I, or I don't Or, like, understand. just a, there's so many houses with charm and character. Like, yeah. that looks like a shed. It does. <laughs> shed. With, like, shed. a, with, a, like, you know, people have, like, apartments above the garage. <laughs> and that's where those weird windows it are. It totally looks like that. Like, some weird, what are those, in-law suites or whatever. Yeah, like mother-in-law. I don't know. All right. So they make it look like he's going to propose. Like they have the music in the background. They have Taylor like looking all bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like, is he? Is he? He's like, you know, I really want to spend my life with you. And they're gearing it up. And of course, then it's, I want you to quit your job and travel with me. And she gets like instantly like, oh, of course he's not proposing. Oh, I just looked at her and I saw that face and I also wanted to be like, if he was proposing, run. Just yeah. like, you shouldn't be excited. It's kind of like when we were all with Brittany, where we're like, I don't know why you want this so much, but mm -hmm. don't do it. Like, mm -hmm. no one's haters. We're all just trying to look out for you. But, oh, I will say really quickly with Chef's, Shep's house. Did you notice... 
every single photo, like picture on the wall was crooked. It was all like oh. bent. Oh, and like, the, oh, I couldn't. My OCD was it was driving me crazy. I just wanted to like straighten his photos. Um. So I don't know. Did we find out what her job is or was? Isn't she like a dental assistant or something? Or did so she get something she get better? A, she can easily get another job. Yeah, I definitely felt like they were leaning into that a lot. Like, Cause you, oh, you're going to ask her to quit her job? Like, like, you can get another job. Or you could take a sabbatical. Like, people often let you do that. Um, yeah, I thought that was a little Kind of like maternity weird. leave without... I could be wrong, but for some reason, I think when I first saw her on the season, I thought it's, she said something about, like, a dental assistant or something. We should Google some of these things. And where did the 30000 I'm like, is that what she makes? Because he's like, let's take $30,000 and travel the world. I'm like, well, that's oddly specific. Like, not... Why, why wouldn't you just say, let's take a, a lump sum, travel the world, yeah. and then it runs out? Like, why 30000 <laughs> Why 30 Not $25. Not just weird. Well, she did it. So, I mean, at least she got, like, a cool trip around the world. Yeah, that's true. And then they came back. We don't understand why they finished it. It ended so weird and abruptly. And then they did a... Where are they now? But they only did Shep and Taylor. That is so bizarre. I was so confused. First off, that it was the finale, but the way it ended. And then, yeah, you're right. They only did a Shep. That was so weird. I remember yeah. it like ending. It was like the clip for the reunion. And the reunion looks awesome. But I was just like, wait, it's done? I liked... I was impressed, though, that she... It wasn't just her job. She owns a house. Yeah, that is has a cool. mortgage. She's quite young to own a house. So yeah. that's impressive. Um, and then, like, they're like, oh, you can rent it out. But then it's like, well, who's going to, like, manage it, you know? Yeah. With renters, you have to have someone available for repairs. I love that um, Shep's, like, moral compass of inspiration is Bill Murray. Oh, God. When it's, he said that... It's very Jackson of you, Bill Shep. <laughs> When he said that, I was just like, I mean, I love Bill Murray, but he's not someone that I would be taking life. <laughs> right. So then they go and they're getting ready for the party. Austin is staring at a stick in the mirror. He's like, God, my dick looks big. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. I just, I, I always see Muppet. I just, yeah. I don't see. Ugh. Okay, let's talk dresses. So first we have Paige's white dress. Thoughts? I'm just going to... I hated them all. Yeah. Like, I, I, there was not one that I even it could burned. picture myself in. Um, for her, I don't know if it was the weird um, V shape leading into her vagina hole. Yes, yes. And then shape. when she sat down, it, like, gathered. I'm like, can you see down to her vagina? Because there was no underwear wearing in that dress. Ew. I'm like, and they gathered up, and I'm like... Someone's got a clear shot down to her. It was like that, and then like a big black bow in it, her hair. It did not go. It was okay. not the same. First of all, and also, she is tiny, but because of that cutout, yeah. like you said, the V, it almost made, it wasn't flattering. I thought that too, because it's like, she looks like someone that would be freaking tiny in person, she, and yeah. I thought it was very unflattering. You know how, it's Sheena. Sheena has horrible taste, and in person... I, she she's a stick. She's yeah. literally a tiny toothpick, but I feel like on TV, because she, she just wears such bad, like, clothing, she always looks, like, not yeah. her body. She, like, yeah, she's the tiny. The first time, like, I was, when I was literally next to her on stage at that show she did in Vegas, I guess I hadn't realized 
how tiny she was. I was like, her, I couldn't stop looking at her thighs because they were like the size of my pinky. I'm like, how do you even stand upright? Yeah. You're so tiny. Which is alarming thinking of Naomi because when I look at the, watch the oh. show, I'm like, how the F is someone that freaking like tiny? This. Copy paper how, thin. Truly. <laughs> and she, they've been drinking all day. She ate a big breakfast. I'm like, I, I don't understand. No. I do not understand. So I can't imagine in person. Yeah. Like what? So the, yeah, the bow thing, that's interesting because Paige's whole job is like, she's this cutting edge fashion blogger. I'm like, the bow things have been like Stasi was wearing those three years ago. Like it's a little dated. Yeah, don't you think? and it didn't go with that dress. No, it like, not at she all. She would have had like a plaid Chris, like or like an Audrey Hepburn kind of yeah, look. Yeah, that would have made plaid, sense. But it didn't go with that dress. And then the dress, so it was like really plain. But it wasn't when you're gonna do like a white sheath like that. Like I remember Dorit had one. And it's like it's not my favorite when it's just plain and it's up to your neck. And but hers was like flawless and hers was probably like five thousand dollars yeah um what's her name Paige. it wasn't smooth it was like all gathery she probably did like the revolve like just yeah get it had like name. lines and then it had gathers it just didn't lay right and i noticed as other people came in because we really had two themes we had white sheath or we had white Rhinestone. silver spark, sparkly pageant dress Ugh. so then vanita comes in in her white sheath i didn't like that either but hers was more smooth. Yeah, I didn't like hers. It was too Michael Jackson-y for me, but yeah. I, and then Naomi had the white sheath. Hers was the best of the white sheaths. Yeah, I still hated hers too, didn't like but hers. it was the, yeah, I agree. It was the better I one. I think Leva looked the best. I mean, but... no, Catherine. <laughs> Dude, Catherine, Catherine needs a so stylist. The, the other white sheath, yes, the fluffy mermaid thing the dress was not flattering the mermaid thing was in a weird way so cheap it's like just dye your hair red again like, and then the the cape it's like my barbie had a cape like that um it's like a homecoming queen cape but it was like the fabric it wasn't even like fur or velvet it was like what's that is it fleece like <laughs> those blankets over there you know that the blankets you guys yes. have on your couch or whatever like fleece or something it was like yeah polar fleece yeah really cheap <laughs> fabric i'm like at least have velvet or something oh oh she's such a train wreck i feel like between <laughs> Catherine and katie they're oh. the bravo <laughs> like they need stylists because it's they are it's not even like a personality thing it's just it is bad that's bad but what so. is i can't get down when um taylor brought the dress into shep's house and i'm like what are you like a 1980s pageant queen? Yeah, that was terrible. They were all pageant. So it was Olivia's and Marcy's. Yes, Olivia of the three white sparkly pageant, I think had the better one, but they're all so similar. Yeah, that was. It was not great. I guess it kind of shows like every area just has their own. Like, they might as well show up in, like, the big hoop skirt from the Civil War at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. That's how... Well, remember when we, we went and saw James at uh, Mondrian? Uh-huh. And we were making fun, because it was, like, obviously that's... It was all these 90-pound girls and these massive 
fur coats because I think it was December, right? Which when we went, what I wore in the '90s when Romy and Michelle came out. But, but they're like, oh, like I'm like, yes, this has been done before. Yeah, <laughs> well, and they're all such bitches too. I remember just being like, yeah, okay, got your number. Like you're just another LA girl. But are you talking it, about Brad shows, and his entourage? Oh <laughs> God! Kidding. But it, it does. Yeah. It shows like the places where you go. What's in trend? Because I remember we walked in and I'm like. Every one of these girls right now thinks they're hot shit, but they all look identical right now. They're just a sea of the same person. So it just, it was, it was a lot of rhinestones and Southern charm and just, uh, I don't know, pageant-y. Levas was weird, but overall of the, of the options, definitely the best. Um, uh, Madison had like baby blue pantsuit weird thing. And her hair, that's what I couldn't get over. Olivia, Taylor, and Madison's hair was like early 2000s prom hair. Yeah. Of yeah. like the teased, hairsprayed, crunchy, tight curls back. Like, yeah. Horrible. And she's a hairstylist. Yeah. Southern. I mean, she does Pat's hair great. Yeah, she does. I think for Pat's age, like, it's, it looks smooth and youthful for her. Yeah, much better than Lisa's. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, do you think Naomi overreacted on Vinita's comments? No, we talked about that. Um, and like, shut the fuck up. Uh, okay, what's awkward to Vinita? Okay, I feel like with the Leva thing, like, Sarah and I were talking earlier where I think Leva was definitely overstepping like when she went over to Craig's crew. Yeah, I didn't like that. But I felt like that was TV. She's like, alright, I know this. He's gonna pop off. Um, well, because so- the way, like, they were eating and she squatted down and was, like, gossiping. It looked weird. Like, if they were standing up by the bar and they were talking like they were earlier then then be like, yeah, Craig, Craig is, like, being a little, you know, but it was so... She made a beeline and then was just bitching. I'm like, I don't know that they want to hear this. And they're such... Her and Naomi were being such a drag. I'm like, man, if my ex-boyfriend put me at the kids' table, I'd make that table the funnest freaking table in the room. Yeah. Like, just to be like, hey, I'm fine. I'm unfased. But they, but they so were bitter. They fed right into him. Like, they were pissed off. Rolling bitchy. their eyes. Like, this is the worst dinner ever. Like, they... <laughs> ugh, I was so mad. I was like, come on. Yeah, I'd either... Yeah, if you want to be that way either than just leave or fake it and pretend it's like everyone else is missing out yeah well yeah so i disagreed with leva when she did it although craig quickly shot himself in the foot because as soon as he started spouting off at leva then i was like okay now i'm on leva's side because he's such a douche i thought it was hysterical though when she was walking out and he's still screaming at her and she's like what do you want me to do run he's like, like leave, i'm leaving leave. she's, she's like, like i I'm, am i'm almost to the door like i'm in heels God. yeah it's a dick so douchey and then Paige in the back being like that was so rude that was uncalled it's like shut up like and madison clapping yay slutty hoe or whatever she looked oh. she called her a slutty hoe like it's supposed to be winter wonderland i'm like i doesn't look like a slutty hoe at all dress. No, she looked amazing. And I thought that it, oh, yeah, they were, she was, and then she's like, love it, love it. Yeah, it was, that was a little much. And so that's when Olivia 
said something and I'm down for Olivia saying something like she did on her very first episode when she you know those girls are sitting on the couch bitching about Catherine behind her back like I like that Olivia will stand up for like the underdog or whoever's being picked on but you're right it did seem a little like yeah like good job you do you too like that was a little rehearsed yeah that was that was and then her flipping her off I was like okay this is a little much but I think the biggest question what we were saying is why the hell didn't Naomi leave with Leva? I was so yes. mad about that. I'm like, why are you guys, Olivia and Naomi, when they're, oh, it's it's fine, we'll go back in. I'm like, Wait, you, you've why? been having a miserable time this whole time. <laughs> and they just, leave like. Leave with your friend. Like, publicly humiliated your friend. And my, I mean, that's that's another place where I saw Whitney smirking, you know, when he's, he's like, get out. And But also Craig said, why do you want to be at a party you were invited to? It's like. Well, was she not invited? Like, why was she there then? Like, obviously she had to have been invited. Yeah, that's... So he was being weird. Super weird. I think it just... It all felt very fakey to me. Where I... I, I Like, I, I do feel like they drive each other nuts. And you could tell there's tension there and all that. But it all felt very escalated because of it's a show. And it's like, okay, it's the fa- finale. We gotta be dramatic. I mean, Leva hasn't been around the entire season. She's yeah. skipped out on everything. All oh, the guys are annoying. And so the very last show, it's like she's going to make this random I wonder, stink like, with his... I wonder when her show's coming out and if they're going to do crossovers and have, like, Craig go in there and then it's going to be tension because, like, this is the lead-in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of weird, like, just, for those two is... to have conflict, it's kind of weird. It almost feels like a staged lead-in for her show. And I feel really terrible, like, maybe this is how you and Holly feel with Vanderpump. I haven't really been into Vanderpump for a couple of years, but I, I feel like um, Southern Charm's always been my favorite, and I feel like it's over. Like, I just feel like it's, there's no, just it's all nothing. all these new people that we're not really invested in, and, like, I was never really invested in Naomi, but I liked when there was Naomi, Chelsea, Cameron, like that little friend group. But Naomi on her own, it's like, eh, yeah, I don't, I don't care really that much one way or the other. I listened to the Back to the Beach podcast with uh, Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti because I was a big Laguna Beach kid, and Stephen was kind of breaking down like The Bachelor or Bachelorette, whatever show, and he's like, it wasn't like that. Like, when we were filming in the mid-2000s, yeah. he's like, it was actually... He's like, yeah, there were, there were fake parts, but he's like, but you weren't going on it to be famous because you, no one knew that you could become famous. So he's like, now, reality TV, it sucks because everyone's just trying to become an influencer. And I'm like, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I gave up on The Bachelor. Like, I think the last Bachelor I watched was... Uh, who was the one with um, the... Katie, the vibrator girl. What was that? Oh, was that Kate? Katie. Yeah. But or what bachelor was that? I don't even remember. Was it Colton? No. Oh, I don't Matt even James. Know. Okay, so then I didn't. I must have just watched that one. I think it was Matt James. So the, I only watched that first episode. Okay, so it was even far beyond that because I didn't even watch Tasia Tasha's episode or, or season. Yeah, she was Because I didn't even watch Claire's. I, I just watched the first. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've seen, because that was like COVID. So it's just like, I feel like a lot of these shows are dying because they're all just wanting Instagram followers. Well, I have gossip on. It's because you didn't watch the latest one. I thought it was a good season. Um, 
but on their own it would not have been a good season like frankly we could have just got rid of Rachel altogether, but I'll tell you after. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, good to know. But you didn't even watch, so you're not even that interested. No, they look like the same human being, too. I saw, like, a dancing with the stars or whatever, and I was like, oh, is that that Rachel girl you are saying that was, like, sucked? And then that was that Because they, the, they look like the same. Oh, I don't see that at all. But. Oh, but maybe, I guess, I yeah. don't know. I'm just, they all just kind of have that same look now, maybe, but... Well, yeah, that's why I was watching Bachelor in Paradise. I'm like, I don't know who most of these people are. Like, I have to look them up. Like, some of them I do, but there's, like, three blonde girls. They all look the same to me. I don't know who they are. See, and you but, watched. Yes. I haven't watched in, like, three years, so that's why I didn't even start Bachelor in Paradise, because I was like, I'm not going to know. And I should still watch, though, because it is, I think Bachelor in Paradise is good, but... And there's quite a few, because I listen to Reality Steve's spoilers, and um, there's I think there are quite a few that that leave but uh i mean quite honestly bachelor in paradise has more successful couple history than the bachelor yeah that is true yeah they have more yeah. marriages kids couples still look at becca and thomas i can't believe that they're yeah. engaged again that's crazy yeah and then um yeah there's tanner and jade and then yeah there's grocery store joe and serena oh yeah and there's a, that one couple that got married on the beach. They may have split up by now, but anyways. So, yeah, the reunion looks lit. Like, Taylor's talking about how Shep slept with, like, over 300 girls. And quite frankly, I thought I would think it would be more. <laughs> but she's like, I guess I'm just another whore or whatever. Um, so I heard, like, she, like, carries it. So I don't know. It's I guess we're going to, you know, if we see the side of Taylor that we saw on Watch What Happens Live, I'm, like, down for it. Because, like... She's been so meek and mousy, but on Watch What Happens Live, it was like watching a different person. She was yeah. like, vengeance. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. And that's kind of why I feel bad, uh, like, ripping her down. Because I'm like, you know she's probably, like, a good person, and she's got that, like, uh, fire in her. But I just, for some reason on the show, it just shows, I just pray yeah. Rather, and like, oh, that's just not reality TV, though. Like, I, you know, you're, you're probably a really sweet girl. But, yeah, yeah. the reunion looks awesome. But when you know, she's like, I, I was just the one that's hung around. Ships that, again, that old misogynist pig, too, that is going to be in a relationship or marry, like, a girl, a good girl. Because, like, he would never marry, like, a party girl because you know oh you have to marry their world like he still subscribes to those old school yeah so i'm sure taylor oh even though he's not under religion and praying he's like yeah but she's a good girl so she's acceptable to marry versus like yeah if he'd been sleeping like say with Catherine or something like oh, she yeah. wouldn't be acceptable he's still oh man but, have you read where the crawdad sang no i want to go see the movie though oh oh it's it's good you're just bringing it back to that yeah just like yeah. guys choosing what the image for yeah. his family versus on the sidelines they're, what they're banging doing. other ch yeah yeah 100 percent. banging the poor marsh girl yeah. go kaya so oh uh, it's she's the character in oh this, it confuses right? me because like my sister's name is kind of yeah. do you know her <laughs> um my, holly does my aunt kaya <laughs> so what are you doing now? Then the other bombshell that's dropped, and this just makes me laugh, is Madison saying, well, yeah, I mean, I heard Olivia slept with T-Rav, which if 
That's wow. true. That says I, everything about Olivia. I actually believe that happened though by how close her brother you saw on his Instagram. Oh, that's right. Every photo T-Rav is in. Yes. And yes. I, I don't know, man. I have a feeling she that thirst, that is... She a thirsty girl. She, yeah. <laughs> if that's true, I am dying. So then it's like, yep, game over, Olivia. We get, got your number. I'm holding out that maybe it's not, but we'll see. And then she's like, did you just pull that out of your fake ass? And Madison's, actually, the ass is real. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. That is, see, those are the moments that I really like Madison yeah. because she's witty and she's quick. But I lost hope with Olivia with, with the teen cribs thing and that she took over the master and like her attitude in that. I'm like, you are such a spoiled brat. Yeah. And the fact that she went to LA and she has an I am whatever IMDb. DB um, and tried to be a mo like in buckle and Abercrombie, all that. I'm like, okay, so you're, you're, you're thirsty. Okay. But she tried to we'll see. model for Buckle and Abercrombie, or she did? She did. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I just... All right, well, the reunion looks fun, so we'll be back to talk about that when it happens. Thanks, you guys, for hanging in there, and we'll talk to you later. You want to say goodbye? Bye. Don't be rude. <laughs>